0: Let's get started. Welcome back to Mike Strategies. Tony Smith here, back with you with another edition of Mike Strategies. I am thrilled today. We're going to talk about something that is so important in the growth of your real estate business. Actually, it's so important in the growth of any business for that matter, but it is one of Mike Ferry's fundamental strategies as you look at the growth and development of your real estate business the connection between customer service and the money you get paid and we all know that uh, in today's world with with yelp and all the reviews online and all the things that go on if you provide sloppy service in one way or the other that word can get out as fast as it possibly can at times faster than you would like And it's important now more than ever to understand that the quality of service you provide is a direct correlation between the income you receive, right? The better service we offer, the more money you make. Positive reviews online are very important today. Negative reviews online are actually more um, deteriorating to your business today than ever. And we all know this to be true. If we want our income to improve, We improve the quality of our customer service. It's that simple in so many ways. Okay, Um, you know, you have to almost make customer service your your obsession. If you become mildly obsessed with great customer service, the repeat and referral business that you get goes through the roof. Are you obsessed about great quality customer service? Do you think about it all the time? Are you constantly measuring if this is the right thing to improve customer service for your clients? You know, great customer service in the real estate industry requires constant, regular, good communication. Let's face it. The number one complaint that the public has with us real estate agents and brokers out there is the lack of communication. It's the thing that they constantly complain about. If you look at the negative reviews online from real estate agents and brokerages around, gosh, I signed up my listing. I never heard from the agent again. We had some major issues and I couldn't get a hold of my real estate agent. Uh, When it really got down to the tough part of the transaction, I couldn't find my agent and they never called me back. So one of the fundamental core parts of having great customer service is you designing a way that is constant, regular communication. Whether it be through the listing process, through the sale process, calling them every seven to 10 days no matter what, right? delivering both good news and bad news. Think about the buyers and sellers that you have in escrow right now. Think about your listings. Do you ever go a week or 10 days without talking to them? Do you ever have a client in escrow and you skip a few days because you've got some bad news and you don't wanna deal with the bad news? That is the nature of an average agent. It is really poor customer service. So how would you grade your ability to communicate consistently? Uh, Do you have a solid approach to delivering good and bad news? If you want to improve your customer service, you can also rely on a lot of other people. Many people today are really good at hiring staff and training them to communicate with their clients. Maybe you have a good staff person. Maybe you have some great service providers and you need to leverage them better for good customer service. Do you have a title company? Do you have a mortgage company, home protection, termite, escrow? We've got all of these ancillary services and they are basically an extension of you. Are you communicating with them properly in letting them know that part of their job in working with you is that they contact your customer and provide the customer service that's needed? You know, Same complaint goes for many of the mortgage companies. I'm about ready to buy a home and I haven't heard from my lender in three days. Uh, They said there was a condition and nobody's gotten back to me. That kind of customer service does not translate into referrals, does it? So what happens if you provide great customer service, but your mortgage rep doesn't? Does that reflect on them or you? Both. It reflects on both of you. So are you having the the communication? Are you setting up the rules and and guidelines that you expect from your service providers? Right? Mike Ferry, famous point. If you want to improve the customer service you offer, you start understanding the value of under-promising and over-delivering because it's so different than your competitors. Your competitors tend to over-promise and under-deliver. Yes, Mr. Seller, I'm going to run ads in every major publication every weekend. And then they don't. I'm going to hold open houses. Every, I'm going to contact every other agent in my office personally and announce the house is for sale. They don't. You're better off to get very clear on the things you do to sell a home, under-promise, and over-deliver. There's nothing more refreshing to a client when they say, you know, uh, Bob went the extra mile when selling our home. He actually did things that we didn't know he was going to do, right? You know, great customer service re- revolves around answering any concerns that they have, doing what that you told them you were going to do, and telling them the truth. So think about these three things. Answering their concerns, following through on what you told them you were going to do, and constantly telling them the truth you know i believe the public can handle the truth people can handle the truth what they can't handle is no communication at all delaying the truth or worst case maybe not telling the truth the public can't handle it at all right you have to consider if this is ever going to work for you you've got to block out some time since good customer service requires constant communication You've got to block out time in your schedule. You might need an hour or two every single week that is undistracted, uninterrupted time to call all of your sellers, call all of your buyers, call your clients and your prospects and deliver that the instructions that they need, the advice they need, the answers they need and give them the straight, honest communication that they're looking for, right? You know, remember these qualities, reliability, dependability, and honesty. Isn't that what they're looking for? And don't, I mean, honestly, don't they deserve that? Don't they deserve reliability? You know, I have a friend of mine uh, that I've known for a long, long time, and she gave me this simple definition for, for the word accountability. Accountability is your ability to be counted on. Okay, so can your client count on you getting back to him in a timely manner? How many emails do you have sitting unanswered in your email box? You know, I get this all the time. I'm sure you do, too. Do you ever call a real estate agent and their voicemail box is full? Full? So they had so many messages today that they couldn't return them all? Or are these messages on their voicemail that happened for the last two or three or four days, two weeks, whatever, and they just simply haven't returned all the calls? Interesting, isn't it? Okay. If you are using staff for customer service, you have a really simple checklist, Customer service is often driven by really solid checklists. You know, we shouldn't expect that our staff is going to remember every detail. However, if we create a solid checklist, then it reminds them and tells them what to do. And they can simply check by check their way through the process and make sure they're checking all the boxes, which is providing all the customer service. Pretty straight ahead, isn't it? Okay, you know, Mike Ferry, treat every person as you would like to be treated. Do You remember the last time you bought or sold a house? Many real estate agents got into the business shortly after they bought or sold their own personal home, and they realized what a horrible experience it was. What was your last buying or selling experience? Did you like it? Were you treated like you would like to be treated? It's Pretty straight up news. I think that works in any part of business, doesn't it? Okay, you have to remember that customer service is a method of developing business both now and in your future. It's kind of like residual income. You know, if you provide this incredible, impeccable quality customer service now with a client, you communicate with them regularly, you have the answers, you get back to them, you, you provide the solutions, you give them the straight, honest truth when they need it. If you do that and they have their best friend that wants to sell their home, Are they going to refer that best friend of theirs to you? Of course. On the reverse is, if their best friend calls and say, hey, do you know a good real estate agent? And they haven't heard from you in a week and a half or two weeks, are they going to refer you? They're not going to refer you because it's simply not the customer service they're hoping for. Right. You have to also understand that your customers are your biggest asset. We it has been proven in the Mike Ferry system that many of our top, top producers get 30, 40, 50, 60 percent of their yearly income comes from their past clients and centers of influence. Think about it. You get where you're making four or five, six hundred thousand dollars a year and half of it, two or three hundred thousand dollars a year is coming year after year after year from your past clients that starts with you having great customer service when you have them listed and sold. You know how hard it is to repair the damage, right? So you you have a client, you list their home, it sells instantly. Uh, You provide bad customer service. You don't get back to them. There's some problems. You don't return the calls, right? It gets rocky at the end. By the way, don't all transactions get rocky at the end? Yes. So if You're expecting great customer service only if the transaction is smooth. You're expecting something that's basically a unicorn, right? You know, you have to understand that great customer service is your ability to work through the bumps. But the transaction ends bumpy and you didn't do a great job. You know how hard that is to repair with that customer over time? And why is it that most agents never ever call their clients again after escrow closes? For this very reason, they feel guilty. They have some problems about their communication. They don't want to call them back and take their medicine. So they just don't call them at all. Somebody else picks up that client later, right? You know, I, I wrote down a quick note that says you have to be sure and remember to say thank you. You know, it's been proven that the words thank you and I'm sorry. Thank you. And I'm sorry have almost been removed from the human language today. And this article I read said that the word thank you has been replaced with the thought of it's about time. And the words I'm sorry have been replaced with the words it's not my fault. Do you ever catch yourself blaming escrow or the mortgage company or the title company or the termite company for the problem? You know the buck stops with you, right? So you blaming that it's not my fault that there's a problem. That's a mortgage company's problem. You blaming them, right? How about I'm sorry? I am so sorry we're going through this transaction and we're having some problems right now. I am going to do everything within my power to communicate with the lender, get through these problems, and I will tell you every step of the way what's going on. Isn't that better than it's not my fault? And then how about that simple thank you? Thank you so much for the business. You know, an average seller may have not heard the words thank you or I'm sorry from a realtor ever, which is really sad if you think about it, right? You know, you have to also remember that there's a lot of drama in this. Transactions have drama. The clients are highly emotional. Things are on edge. They're packing up all their belongings. The escrow's not going to close on time. There's a lot of drama involved, right? You need to learn to have the solutions to the problems. Don't be the cause of the drama. Right? Oh my God, Mr. Seller, you're not going to believe what's happening. The mortgage You wouldn't believe what the mortgage company did. They lost the paperwork from the buyer and we're going to be late. That's just adding drama to the mix. That's not your job. Your job is to be the calming force in the transaction. If you find yourself adding drama, you're actually reducing customer service. I'm convinced one of Mike Ferry's strategies is that we teach you how to do a high level of volume of business. I'm fairly convinced that it's pretty hard to really provide customer service at the ultimate level if you're not doing volume at all. Why would I say that? Well, the challenge is, is if you're only listing a property four or five times a year or once or twice a year and you experience a problem on the file, your experience with handling that challenge and having the solution is so small, right? Some people have only really had one or two mortgage challenges in a transaction because they've only done one or two deals this year. Well, you can't provide really good solid customer service just because you haven't had enough repetitions at solving the problem. When you get to doing two and three and four and five deals a month, those problems still occur. However, you get used to and you get you understand solving the problem. So naturally, one of Mike's strategies is to get you to do more volume of business, and I know it's one of yours, right? Okay, so what, something else we asked you to do is, is encourage your clients. Ask them to tell you what they like and don't like, right? It gives you a chance to improve. May I ask you how you felt about the service we provide? What did we do best during your transaction? Be honest. What did we not do so well? That little survey, if you will, is one of the best ways for you to learn. You know, there's, there's schools of thoughts out there that, they, that say one of the best answers you could ever get about your customer service is how likely the client is to refer you business. So it's a simple question. Based on what we did during the transaction, how comfortable are you to refer me ref, um, future business of your friends and family? Well, so-so. That means it's your customer service probably wasn't there, right? We all know that the highest level of customer service uh, with a seller is to get the listing sold, get it sold for a fair price and in a reasonable amount of time. That's what the sellers are looking for. Where it tends to fall apart is getting the home sold for a fair price in a reasonable amount of time, but all of the follow through gets sloppy and slippery, right? You know, the little details, the callbacks, the solutions right? You know, are you comfortable because of the quality of service you offer of honestly, if the client came into your office, you could look them right in the eye. Are you comfortable to say, thank you so much for the business? Now, I have to ask, who else do you know that would like to buy or sell real estate? If you're not confident in being able to ask, it might be a sign that your customer service is a little shaky, right? You have to really understand that If you're proud of what you've done and you've provided the service that you know you're supposed to provide, shouldn't you be able to straight up ask for the business? Of course you should. And then that transitions into your past client database where you can ask for the business for the rest of their life and yours, and you will get those referrals, okay? So I hope you understand that one of Mike's strategies about customer service is so important. I would ask you to consider maybe a little homework for yourself, okay? What are the two or three things I need to do starting immediately to provide a much higher level of customer service to my clients? What are the two or three things that I need to stop doing immediately to provide a much higher level of customer service to my clients? If you're to answer those questions for yourself and get very diligent on solving those problems, then you're going to take your customer service up a notch or two. Guess what? the quest for customer service never ends. Okay. It goes on and on the rest of your career because there's always a way to add another level of customer service. Okay. So I hope this helps in the strategies we work with. I hope you're enjoying Mike's uh, podcast, Mike Strategies. If we put all these strategies together that we're working on, you can and will create an incredible business for yourself. Have you checked us out online? Have you gone to our website, mikeferry.com? Have you found the, the free scripts and dialogues? Have you checked out Mike Ferry TV every week and you can find out Mike Ferry's thoughts personally every single week? Check that out. We're here for you. Give us a call if you need something. We're happy to help in any way we can. Thank you for attending another edition of Mike Strategies. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.